0: Welcome to the podcast, starting very somber today, to my right, AP18. Hello,
1: well, everybody. Doing? Hello, everybody. Uh,
0: Cross me, Garrett Walls. Hello, hello. G-Dope. My name's Marvin. What's the comics podcast? 4. 1-8. 2020. Brand new year, baby. Last year, I mean, last week, we talked about the best of 2019. Now we threw that shit in the trash. 2020 all the way forward. Today, we do have not a normal show for you again. I apologize. I know for the last month, we've been talking about new comics. We have a book club show. This uh, We do it once a quarter. Just happened to fall right after these best ofs. And you know what? You got to fucking kneel sometimes. That's a New Year's resolution. Quit being so uptight and let things flow, baby. Be like water. You were here, Bruce Lee. Now, you can you can flow and you can crash. Be like water.
2: Oh, that was racist. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry.
0: Speaking about new things, that was sender number eight. That's Jeff Lemire, Dustin Wynn. The Dead Sea Part Three. I see this guy in the cover. I definitely do recognize him, right? No. He's been around. Kingto. What do you think, Alex?
1: I'm excited for this book. This is one of those. Descender was great. All that sci fi uh, space shit. Now we're getting into stuff I know. Not sci-fi shit, Uh, fantasy stuff, which I'm excited for. We got dragons. We've had vampires, uh, werewolves, wallwares. robots. What the robots in this book? In Ascender. In Ascender, there's robots. Yes,
2: Uh, bandit.
1: That's one robot. It's
2: a robot, but there's we're going to see other robots. robots. No, we're not. When Driller shows
1: up, I'm going to cry when he goes. George the Killer. What? Oh, As it comes in and mauls a dragon for us. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. A question. A questions.
0: <laughs> uh, sorry, I just took one drink. Um, Already drunk. How? So Descender went, how many issues? I forgot.
1: 34.
0: 34. Ascender, you see it going about 34 too? I can see that. A little bit longer. Yeah. I can I see it longer a, nice, a little bit. You think, you, think you, get third, four or five years? you take a third series maybe with both things kind of mixed up. You get, you what get you a just little called sci-fi thunder? fantasy.
1: D-sender,
0: D uh, ascender, ascended.
1: Oh. Put the D and then I got it. Of
0: course, ascended. Alright, the clock number one, Matt Hawkins calling Duran. You like the Matt Hawkins?
2: I do. I did see this was a mini-series.
0: Yeah, yeah. series premiere within three weeks. Hundreds of millions of healthy people worldwide contact various forms of aggressive cancer. And the proliferation, seemingly a viral outbreak, stumps the best scientific minds available. But after leading a Cancer researcher. After a leading cancer researcher loses his wife and watches his nine-year-old daughter begun to succumb to the same illness, he must race against the clock to end a global global conspiracy that will propel the world straight into world war, war three, or worse.
1: Uh, it sounds pretty good. The cover's cool.
0: It's one. Is it to say how many? It says series, but we don't know how many. So. Uh, Gideon Falls, number 20, Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino, the uh, pentaculus number uh, four, safe to say that in Gideon Falls, when you fall in a deep, dark lake, it's best not to drink the water, a lesson that Angie Norton learned the hard way. Garrett, Gideon Falls?
2: Yeah, uh, I can tell that things are ramping up. I mean, we're getting very close to the... I don't know if we're getting super close to the end of this story, but we're getting definitely close to the climax of everything dealing with Norton Sinclair and dealing with Father Fred and uh, what's Norton's real name? Daniel. 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 Uh, Danny boy. So things are definitely heightening, especially with Norton Sinclair able to possess different bodies. Uh, Pretty spooky. And uh, yeah. Invasion of the body snatchers. Right. This book surprises me every time it comes out and I'm super pumped.
0: Uh postal deliverance number six, Brian Hill and Rafael Lincoln. Did you get this book, Garrett? Postal.
2: Yes. Um I'm a couple issues behind. Uh, but from what I read, you know, at first I thought this sequel would be like the town of Eden has kind of gotten soft. Uh did not happen. An issue two, uh someone uh kill somebody else in Eden, and that's a big no-no, because this is a town of reformed criminals and spoilers uh mark comes in and murders everyone in that bar for doing that and he's like just even witnessing it out we don't want you so this book is great um it doesn't really seem like it's any different from uh, uh the first postal, postal just postal <laughs> without the deliverance but uh, i think it did need that kind of harsh end uh to let this breathe before the sequel started and i'm loving catching up it's awesome
0: T-M-N-T, ongoing. This is IDW. Number 101, Tom Waltz, Kevin Eastman, Sophie Campbell, and Sophie Campbell also doing the art. Welcome to the new world of TMNT. After the cataclysmic events of TMNT 100, the Turtles find New York City drastically changed. New factions and enemies are on the rise, and allies allies are in short supply. The Turtles discover that in order to survive, they will need to work together like never before. A just exciting it almost not New era of TMNT and the perfect jumping on point, a turtle story unlike anything you've ever seen. Written and drawn by TMNT superstar Sophie Campbell. Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz will be back with even more T M T in 2020. Well, then when did you tell me
1: she was on? Oh, I mean, they were on this I was going to say, they're, on, they're even credited on here as Tom Waltz, Kevin Eastman, Sophie Campbell. Sophie Campbell. I will tell you this before I throw
0: it to Alex <clears throat> for
1: uh,
0: his take on this. I know she's written T M T in the past. Uh, not this one. I think some minis or some side stories. I know that uh, she writes from IDW, and I do follow her on uh, Twitter. and She's pretty good. So, Alex,
1: go I'm excited for this. This is uh, I don't. <clears throat> it may be a good jumping on point, but I also find that hard to believe. You just spent the first yeah. hundred issues. Uh, the end of one hundred. Pretty big change that's going to be coming up. Um, and I don't. I don't know what bad guys are really going to be taking the right. It's un. Uncharted ground. I'm not sure where we're gonna go, and who to expect. But it, you know, with your fifth turtle, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know. Like I don't know what to anticipate anymore. So I'm excited. This is on. Un- I'm sure there will be a bit of a
2: recap page.
1: Five turtles. There's five turtles. What's the fifth one named? Jenica.
0: Is that from the series? Dude? No. The that the TV series?
1: Nope. this is the original her her Uh-oh. original showing was in issue 52 when she was a human. Leo did the transfusion. What's the other chat? girl's name? What? What other girl? What?
0: Phoenix, Venus. Venus smile. Yeah, yeah. Found the CBS show,
1: Turtles. New mutation. New mutation. Nope. Fox Kids Saturday mornings. It was. It was. It was wow. garbage.
0: Wow. It was pretty good. Mm. They rode motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. Now, who's going to deny you that?
1: That's not cool.
2: Was it a pizza bike?
1: Also, Mikey smoked. Mm-hmm. So you know how to be good. What? It was no. a kids' <laughs> show. <laughs> a Fucking cigar every show. Wow. <laughs> Lights it up. Master Splinter, tell me how to do this. Give me some pizza, Mikey. <laughs> the bong. Anyway, feel with death battle when they talk about Mikey and his well, weapon.
0: Being a turtle sometimes has his advantages. You can go swimming without any trunks. Eat all the pizza I want. And fucking kill guys. So That's Raphael. He <laughs> is a bad dude. What's the thing? Raphael
1: is cool. Oh, cool but rude.
0: Cool but rude. That's what's no. cool but rude, right? Mm. Eat pizza, go swimming, kill guys. Yeah, yeah, Batman number 86, that's DC Comics. James the IV, Danny Mankey, and Tony S. Daniel also. It's a new day in Gotham City, but not the same old Batman. When With Bane vanquished and one of his longtime allies gone, Batman has to start picking up the pieces and stepping up his, his game. Batman has a new plan for Gotham City, but he's not the only one. Deathstroke has returned as well under a new mysterious contract that could change everything beginning a whole new chapter the life of the dark knight an epic team of tony s daniel and david manke are now joined by a series writer james tinian the fourth
2: garrett uh so excited for this i'm ready for a different take on batman been ready for it for a while um, i love james tinian the fourth's uh detective run so i hope to see more of that type of storytelling in this book Um, I do like Tony Daniel, and he does draw Deathstroke very well. He's not the best artist all the time, but I think having help from another artist will definitely
1: improve uh, each issue. The nice thing that Tony S. Daniel does is when he did the Deathstroke run, it was one of the bloodiest books I've ever read, Mm -hmm. especially in one of the two main worlds. Uh, So It it has its potential to be great, but I'm also weary because, like you said, it's not always top-notch. Sometimes he's subpar.
0: Catwoman number 19, Joelle Jones, Joelle Jones. The fight between Catwoman and Renina Creel turns personal as the Creole goons descend on the pawn shop. Their target, Catwoman's right-hand man, Carlos. If your opponent has a better wep- has better weapons than you, it makes sense to take out the supplier, especially when you have a new enforcer coming to town to put the hammer down.
1: Alex, Joelle Jones, Joelle Jones. I am not caught up. Double Joelle. But hearing that she's doing both again is... is- Seals the deal on whether or not the issue is great.
2: Hey, by the time the next time you catch up, she'll do another issue. I know. Got him. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> got him, em, got him, em, got him. Em. Uh, Daphne Brin. Uh, Bryn, uh, Bryn? Burn. burn, burn. Laura Marks, Kelly Jones, and uh, Gerald uh, Jumblowski on the cover. Part of Joe Hill, Hill Comics, Hill House Comics. In a gaslit splendor of the late 19th century New York, rage builds inside 14-year-old Daphne. Sudden death for her father her left her alone with her irresponsible, grief-stricken mother, who becomes easy prey for a group of occultists prom- promising to contact her dead husband. While fighting to disengage her mother from these charlatans, I like that word, charlatans. Uh, Daphne becomes begins to sense begins to sense a strange, insidious presence in her own body—an entity with unspeakable appetites. What does brother want? And could she even stop him if she tried? This is from writer Laura Marks from TV's Ray Donovan, The Expanse, and The Good Fight. And horror artist legend Kelly Jones and joins forces to unleash spirits into Hill House Comics. There you go. This sounds pretty good. new book if you're looking for weights. a new book uh, to read. And you know what? It's something a little different. All right? You're reading all these superhero comics. when It gets on different a little horror. In January. Got a whole line. Joe Hill, Hill House Comics. Speaking of Joe Hill, uh, that show should be coming out soon. Lock and Key, new uh, Netflix. Uh, Amazing Mary Jane, number four. This is Marvel Comics. Uh, Leah Williams. I follow her on Twitter, too. Uh, Carlos E. Gomez. Alex, are you getting this still?
1: I, I am, but I hadn't gotten issue three, actually, and it's because I had forgotten to pick it up at the shop, and so I went what back and bought it, but I haven't. Disappointed. You
2: know, we, we're reading Green Lantern later, and they have a little line about Kyle Rayner's girlfriend. You left Mary Jane in the fucking refrigerator, <laughs> Alex. Is that what you
1: did? Where did you hear that at? God damn That's
2: it. Cool. Cool.
1: cool. Nice. Well, what else? Nice we're to thing. you, uh, Alex. You didn't pick nice. it up
0: at the shop, okay? Yada yada?
1: Yep. So I didn't pick it up at the shop, but I liked the first issue, uh, and I'm actually, I, I mean, I'm still getting it. So I am excited to read this, especially for the fact that when you're getting Amazing Spider-Man, which obviously I'll talk about in just a second, which I'll also knocked that up on, uh, you know they're going to tie together for the fact that Peter had sent her going, hey, go to Los Angeles. I don't want to hold you back.
2: Well, this is the, her story. This is her story. She, okay. Ever he sent. Her I just off. read the issue that he sent her off.
1: Yeah. So That's he okay. sends her off. She goes out to Los Angeles. Uh, you realize who she's working with at this this movie that they're producing. It's it's going to be a good. A very good run, I think. I think it has potential. Uh, and finally limelights her, finally doing what she wants to do. It's not all about, oh, I'm a damsel in distress. This lady can kick some ass.
0: AMJ.
1: You know it.
2: By the way,
0: catch up on your fucking books. Okay. Uh, New, New Year's, Year's resolution. Fair. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm working on,
2: too. That's me, too. Yeah. Is actually I'm all caught up in everything. Fuck
0: you. You don't need to. Bullshit. Have. I got everything. I got a system down. You get it, you read it. Oh yeah?
2: Let me see your uh let me see your Kindle, you're right <laughs> there.
0: Amazing Spider Man number thirty seven. This is Nick Spencer Ryan Otley. Uh there are too many problems in New York City, and Spidey can't be in four places at once unless he can right?
1: uh Gary, you starting this?
2: Yeah, I told you he was coming back.
1: Otley? Yeah. I thought Gleason was taking over. No,
2: he was doing an arc. Run. So this
1: big deal about Gleason. So even
2: though Gleason's doing 2099 with Nick Spencer. Even oh, though right
0: hashtag guest host one took off, he left us all alone. You are still reading this? Pick
2: yeah. It up on your own? yeah. I'm picking up on my own. Uh, I've been reading the Spider-Man story for years and I can't let the hashtag guest one ruin my Spider-Man fun. So he's out. I'm still on.
0: How fucking dare he? I know. Take off like
2: I'm some sort of child he can leave behind. He's the fucking Ben Riley of the Spider-Man universe. You he's my he evil twin. Get you know, out know what he
0: did to me? What? He said he was going to go get cigarettes. He never came back. Now here he's in a different city. Yeah. What am I going to do? How am I going to survive? I've always been a survivor, though. Good smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Thompson saying Chris bacello bring his Deadpool number two out.
1: Uh, number one seems like a long time since that came out. I think it was the beginning of one month. It must been, yeah, must have been before Thanksgiving or right at the end of... Right at the beginning, it doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Uh, not enough issues to tell you whether or not it's good. I think Kelly Thompson knows how to write a funny character. But I haven't seen Deadpool have a long enough run since uh, Dugan had taken over. And he had the 36-issue run or however it went. And that was always so good. Uh, there's things that I'm excited for. Yeah, you got Craven the Hunter, which Craven always tends to show up for a book for three issues. Get the shit kicked out of him and then go somewhere else. So there's things I'm excited for. Isn't
0: there so many after Jerry Dugan? Scotty, Scotty Young.
1: Come Scotty right. Young did a 15 year run, which was amazing.
0: And to be fair, it wasn't just Jerry Dugan. It's Jerry Dugan and Brian we were both right.
1: Oh, they're both right. It wasn't yeah. just, okay. Well,
0: Brian Pussain is a stand-up comedian, and so he isn't really Who's the comics. artist for that book? Uh, Mike Hawthorne.
1: Okay. I was thinking um, Pussain had done the artistry
0: uh yeah, fallen angels number five you guys read this yet oh my god no what book i can't catch up. A... fallen, fallen angels. angels number five. Oh
1: no i i haven't so read issue Brian one
0: ryan edward hill simon kradensky you guys haven't read this yet you prefer people around this cover
2: oh, yeah Dude. husk bling sorry i'm 15 books behind x23 three come out a week cable Three yeah, X Men. I'm, I'm pretty close to thinking about just dropping all the
1: extra titles. You know I'm what? Go ahead and do it's it. it. But I mean, but I, but I'm but, but it's, I even, read these, it's but even It's even New Mutants. So I'm still behind on. Huh? So it's it's. We know you yeah. hate yeah. fucking
0: muties. That's what you call them, off mic. Muties.
2: You're right. I hate those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Admiral Hulk Damn number twenty nine. Cool How <laughs> Ewing.
0: Joe Banned back man. Huh?
2: He yeah. must not be done yet. See, uh, I think all those Marvel artists are like, oh, final issue for a while. Giant monsters.
0: Excuse me. Have been unleashed in Phoenix, Arizona. The Ron X Corporation is unavailable for comment. The people need help. They need the Crusading Outlaw with the Heart of Gold, they read about in the Herald. They need their secret hero. Instead, they're going to get the Immortal Hulk. So, uh, who is that? Their Crusading Outlaw with the Heart of Gold. I'm a little behind. On this, love, so I'm too is, is this a
1: new storyline, or are do, do we doing no one? I dropped it at 28. So oh. You dropped
0: it? He said he, said he didn't like he didn't like the space shit. Well, now we got fucking monsters.
2: Dude. No, it was the Minotaur actually was the villain
1: recently. Yeah, it was rocks on himself. She didn't get 28. No. Really? But well, the artist I'm had surprised. changed because I thought that... Uh, now, no more Joe Bennett for you. Oh, well, yeah. could always catch up. One issue. I know, I could, but...
2: I would tell you after the issue 25, it did get better. Like, no, I've, in, I've, read, I've read 26, 27.
1: Okay. Because I, I enjoyed when... You, uh, get, you read
2: 27 and you dropped that thing?
1: Uh-huh. What? Because I told you Joe Bennett was off, so I didn't need it.
2: Now he's back, and you missed
1: out. Oh, well. well. You guys will tell me about it.
2: Uh,
0: Garrett's going to tell us about Miles Morales at the end, number one, mm-hmm. from Saladin Ahmed and Damian Scotts, nice. The final Miles Morales story. Humanity makes the last stand in the only place strong enough to survive Brooklyn. <laughs> Former Spider-Man Miles Morales leads the last uh, Bastion. Is that the word? Bastion? Of Civilization into the Future. pen by Miles Morales, Superman, Superman, Spider-Man author, Salaman Ahmed. Yeah. Um Is that the same artist though? We
2: can get those long necks again. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Salmon Ahmed is currently writing the Miles Morales he series. Is. Um which I had no issue with the writing. No. If I remember correctly. I remember the art. Thing. I just didn't Couldn't like the it. the story. We yeah, had the art was long. You know, with that smiley face in the background. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that what's creepier that so, or the smile from Gideon Falls. They, they're doing oh, all these N, pretty even.
0: They're doing all these N ones, and you said, what were they going to be about?
2: Um, basically, their last story ever of the Marvel universe. So I think yeah, they did Miles Morales. I think there's a Deadpool.
1: I don't even know about the four, but this one definitely wanted to check out. I so I'm looking at the art right now. I don't think I could do this.
2: I better look at it.
1: I mean, it just, it's just, it's
2: pretty bad.
0: I mean, look. While you guys look at that, let me talk about New Mutants number five. Jonathan Hickman, Ron Rice, The Explosive Return of Cannonball. Oh, the team has reached the Shi'ar galaxy, only to find the Empire in turmoil. Deathbird returns, and she won't let Bobby and Sam get in the way of what she wants. New Mutants. Uh, been a good book.
2: It's all, go. it's all spoilers. Are you caught up on it? You're caught up on all the X Men stuff? Good stuff. My plan was to do it this weekend. I'll do it this upcoming.
0: So I told you, get your fucking lives together. We, we will
1: do lives together.
0: Savage Avengers number nine. Jerry Dugan, Patrick Zercher, the quest to kill Kalan Gaith, part one.
1: Alex, you still reading this? Uh, which number <clears throat> is this? nine? I think I still number have this nine. one. Come. It's good, but I actually uh, in February I dropped it. I will drop it in February. Getting done. You know. You know what? I'm getting out of these books. That yeah, there's got some good stuff going on. But uh, Papa's got other books he's got to be spending his money on. You Turtles.
0: Gotta, you got to pick it up. They got to be picking it up. Yeah, yeah of course. Seven but, or higher, and you drop
1: boom. it. Boom. It's like How I Met Your Mother. Eight and higher, and it's best. Wow. Then I'll St- listen to it. Star number one of five, Kelly
0: Thompson. Javier <laughs> Pina, born of the new reality, so in the breakout character from Captain Marvel, Fly Solo. Uh, so if you want to get that book, Kelly Thompson, good writer. So uh, if you're looking for a new book, there you go. It's a little mini, one of five. X-Force, number five, Ben Percy, Joshua Casada. Deadly choices carry dark consequences. I'll take this because I know you guys aren't caught up. First, Domino and Forge have to pick up the pieces as the team faces a major setback. Then Beast uh, takes matters into his own hands when a piece of new technology threatens the safety of the nation. Um, I didn't notice, guys. Uh, I'm looking at the cover of this, and it looks like the logo kind of changed because I remember it used to be black and red, and now they kind of changed it to accent colors. What's with that?
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> a million years behind, so yeah, we
0: heard. We fucking heard. Um, Power Rangers, uh, team a team number two. This is by Ryan Paret, Simone Dimu, Dan Bora on the cover. Uh, you know Dan Bora can't. He only does. Cloths and uh, Wanted Future. That's it. we' got to get did- that cover money. Damn. Tommy finds the shocking material within the foot Clan that puts them in the crosshairs of their leader, Shredder. But can the Rangers and the Turtles put aside their differences? I'm going to guess yes. Aside, before Shredder unleashes his ultimate weapon, no Ranger or Turtle fan can miss the shocking last page. You know what? I'm going to put this out there. His ultimate weapon and the thing that they cannot... Uh, is shocking on the last page. I'm gonna say it right now.
1: Ooze. That'd be fucking awesome. We talked about if Ooze. if Ooze showed up.
0: He's gonna show up.
1: That'd be how amazing. do you not
0: have Ooze show up when you hit the fucking team and T, and they came from the Ooze.
2: It's true.
1: That would be irony. It's a missed oh, opportunity. That is fucking great. Actually,
0: Ryan Parrett. If he does not, I will harass him on Twitter. <laughs> you heard I'm it. I'm say friend. what the fuck is wrong with you. You had the ball. And you dropped it.
1: I ooze wish Ooze and ooze. I wish Mora would do turtle art. Because dang, that's awesome.
2: He's doing turtle art right I'm, there.
1: But, no, but I'm just saying, I wish you'd do like the innards. Like, do one. The innards. Do <laughs> one shot. Christ, man. You get the guts in something. there. It's <laughs> like Dexter <laughs> was those guts.
0: Uh, Alex, what do you think is be your pick this week?
1: Oof. How is that? Uh, no, I know what the answer is going to be. Yeah, we fucking know. TMNT 101.
0: Why do not you going to act like you've got different choices? It's TMNT 101. We all knew.
1: Or Turtles Power Rangers number two.
2: Garrett? Uh, I'm going to go with Batman number 86. I've been waiting a very long, 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 long time for a new Batman. Movie, you need
1: to say so that 79 more times for so me to believe Long,
2: that. long, 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 <laughs> long time. And so I'm excited for Batman 86. Yeah. What about you guys? Are you guys excited? Not Really?
0: I'm I'm excited. The, I'm excited for the change. Yeah. Here's the thing for me. If it would have been, I'm just good for James Tinian. I'm excited to see what he does with it. Mm-hmm. But the artists are the same artists that Tom King was working with. Right. Tony I, S. Daniel I and do find Dan that an odd choice. So it's weird that they just do a whole new thing. You know? It, I mean, it does reek of obviously it wasn't planned, because when they like to do it, they like to replace all whole team, make a huge announcement, be like, here's a new team, and it didn't happen. So for that reason, I'm out. No, I'm in but I'm, I'm not as excited as I would be like well, if they okay. announced that did it was gonna Shark be... Tank Batman yeah, I did. <laughs> if they announced that it was gonna be uh, fuck what's his name Eddie Burroughs and James Tinian the team that was on Detective is now on Batman
2: Eddie Burroughs they Eddie oh, did the one every right. fourth issue oh yeah that would be cool
1: I know. what happened to that guy I don't know where he is Retired Burrowing somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes. Guinea <laughs> Falls number 20 for me.
2: Hmm.
1: Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire.
2: Nope. Andreas Horn.
1: I really do need to get caught up because that's the problem. Yeah. Like we do the well, show and I'm so like, I don't know. I haven't read shit.
2: Here, just this weekend. Plan this week. Catch one X-Men. How many books are you buying now? So if you can, guys want one X-Men, X-Men, that's like 25% If I books. If
1: I literally read, if I was to go with what I have, excluding all things that are ended... Because that's a whole different pile. Uh, I'm probably at least 70 issues behind. I'd say I'm close. Same. 70 issues. Yeah. But so here's what friend. you do: five a day. I know. It's actually, I thought tonight, usually when I get done doing the show, I'm anxious to read comic books, going, oh, mm-hmm. I'll just read even five books I'm excited to read. You do
0: five a day, in 12 days, you have two more days, and
2: then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> or, and then you're done. Or get new books every through. Wednesday. It's going to account for that, too.
0: Well, yeah, Wednesday you to get low. That's a skip day.
2: <laughs> so now you only have six days that you're reading five. Six books. days, it's thirty comics. It would take you probably a month. Let's yeah, say About two weeks. No, because if he's getting new books coming in every week, but he reads thirty books a week. Well, that's why he's cutting back. You got yeah, to stop the flow, that baby. That doesn't matter because he still has seventy to read. If he's, new
0: if he's holding in. up the fucking dam because it's breaking, he's too much. Too many things are building up here. Mm-hmm. He's got to let the water go down. Otherwise, the dam's going to break.
1: But just think of all the books I haven't read. Not even the ones that are my that's weeklies. Follow, I know. <laughs> He's talking imagine, about TMNT. But imagine all the issues of shit that are in my boxes. Uh, I, it's got to be over a thousand books have not read. Well, that's because you keep buying shit. But I've been Without so good about yet. not buying extra crap. That's yeah. what I told this guy. A hey.
2: year a year of being drug-free does not mean that uh, your whole life hasn't been done doing drugs. So.
0: He's been, he's been putting the shit in the box, buying, buying, never consuming. He's been good about consuming, but he should be consuming because that's how he gets out of it. Once they're away and they're stacked away in the uh, plastic boxes, as he has, on top of those uh, racks, as he has, then I've, he never has to look at them again.
2: Actually, I went through all of my comics and made a list of all the ones I haven't read, and I am currently reading one of those a day. Wow. So that If you do
0: one a day, I'll read hear me out. You Make a stack. When you get there,
2: well, six of what I'm catching up on. You're gonna or make one, three
0: I stacks when you get home. Maybe not today, maybe tomorrow. One stack: books that are currently going on, but you don't read it for the show. Like it never happens in here. Team and T wants a future. All this shit. Yeti, yadda, Second stack: books that every once in a while you talk about on the show and you're behind. Which was Fallen Angels, yeah, whatever you get, whatever, I don't know what the fuck you get. X-Men stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Forever behind. Um were you behind something else too? Everything. Just every X-Men? Book. Marvel. Oh, Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man, that
2: for sure is a big one.
0: Yeah. That's big. Third big stack. In. All the shit that you bought all over the all the years, that goes in that sack. The stuff that's not ongoing, so it's never gonna grow. But just shit you bought in every uh day you really want a beach.
1: On top of the six I need to read. Right, <laughs> anyway. So well, on Wednesday, you take a skip. <laughs> That's the day you hit it even <laughs> harder. okay, let's, let's get kind of How the many shipping. books do you get a week?
0: Usually. Yeah, probably about seven. Okay. You give yourself Wednesday and Thursday. Then you got five days I left. I have five days. You read three a I day. i to read even more
1: books. Five. Three
0: times five is
1: 15. How many did you root behind? 70? At least. <laughs> Maybe he's too adding too much to, to it, it every but, but, week. but then the thing is that you're adding two books. No, 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 no. You're no. adding a book that, I, that isn't even on the... Get I said Wednesday, of- Thursday, you finish the week. Don't let it grow.
2: Oh, I see. I can finish the stuff that just came out. You have to be caught up first. <laughs> <laughs> so Skip yeah. ahead. You meet in the middle. All right. You basically need to become friends with cable. Go to the future. Or go to the past. Read your shit and go to the future. Make sure the shit that you're getting, you're caught up. <laughs> All right, before we wrap this up, Alex, what's the weather look like today?
1: Uh you know, you know what? Uh, it's it's cold at night. It's okay during the day. There's a lot of ice on the ground, mostly because it's melting during the day.
2: And then freezing at night. You want to know why? Cold tonight. Hot tamale. You wanted to say that. So you heard
0: it here first. Case we have a hot tamale and then like drink a coke.
1: It, fucking it burns. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever eaten a mento and then drank diet coke? And it was like the alien burst <laughs> <up> into your <their> chest <laughs> <laughs> and like oh, I'm
2: shredding the innards of my intestine. Alex saw nice. those videos
0: and was like, "What if that happened?" But it was inside me.
2: <laughs> oh shit! Well, I'm looking at the actual weather uh, tomorrow. High of 22, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, the high is well. Tuesday, it's three degrees, and Wednesday, it's one degree. Ah,
1: so we got ball-freezing yeah. weather.
2: And then next weekend, the high, is, or the low is, no, the high is four degrees on Friday.
0: Buddy, that's that's perfect weather. You yeah. know, as long as it doesn't snow, I really don't give a shit if it's cold. That's true. And if it's not windy. Wind and precipitation are two things that I hate. And you know why? I'll tell you why. Precipitation gets you wet, right? Very Rain good. form. Slate form. form. Moist hail form, snow form, <laughs> wind, that'll mess up your hair, any kind, high pressure, low pressure. However,
2: if you get your hair wet Tornadons. first and then the wind comes, it freezes your hair in place. That's what I'm
0: saying. Both of them together. Then we got shit going on,
2: right? Well, what shit?
0: That's like being in a shower. You got wind and precipitation. Where are shower. you getting wind in a shower? Turns so there's that fan on. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, got, got I got like five fans fan. going when I'm <laughs> taking a shower. You guys just take five
2: fans in there? <laughs> Guessing your heat's all the way up? Huh? You know what yeah, would be pretty shower? cool?
0: I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I'm going to be honest. I was. Um, what if you had a shower, right? And I know there's some that are like this, and basically 360 nozzles from the bottom, middle, top. But instead of spraying you and you get assaulted from all sides, <laughs> it sprays, and then there's a wind tunnel so that the water winds around you. Like I was just saying, tornado of wind. Of water.
2: And you get clean that way. Just one quick swoop. What happens to all the water? There's a drain. I didn't you think at the window no drain? So you oh so you're like in like a a chamber. I hope.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know those things that people go in and they grab the cash. Okay. Except it's water. Oh. <laughs> like yeah, I, was, I was in the car wash when I thought about this. It's <laughs> better be a good, good,
2: a good drain.
0: I, I, I'm hoping I'm wearing goggles because <laughs> that's gonna hurt. Right. <laughs> but I also thought waste of water probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's to say it's gonna be the same for everybody? Like if you throw somebody in there that's a little shorter, maybe the top one doesn't get them. Waste of
2: water. What if it hits their eyes? Hmm.
0: I'll take it through. Okay, here's a book club we're part of right here.
2: Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents
0: uh, Green Lantern: The Strustic Cold War, Volume One by Jeff Johns and Ethan Krivator, Ivan Rice, uh, Patrick, Patrick Gleason, Gleason, and some other people. Yeah, randomly, not that not that many. Some people filled in here. Um,
2: <coughs> Jesus.
0: Uh, it is. Um, how many issues? Uh, I think it's five, five in well, a no, prologue, six at six, five in a prologue, five. And a prologue. The Sinesh Core War Prologue, the Second Rebirth. Writer Jeff Johns, artist Ethan Van <laughs> Peter. We uh, start with uh, so let me actually a little backstory, and they kind of explain it as the comic goes on. And I know you two. Um, I don't think you've read the Rebirth book. I have. You have.
2: I've borrowed it from you for three years. So. what oh, so you once. brought back. Yeah, so I brought back. Oh, okay.
0: Um, in the rebirth book, uh, we have uh, Hal, was consumed by the Parallax, and he destroyed Star City. After no, no, excuse me, Cyber, cyborg Superman destroyed S- Star City, and it made him go crazy and fearful, and that's how the Parallax got into him, and basically he was a bad guy mm-hmm. for a long time. He destroyed Oa and all this shit, or he went to go destroy it. Uh, rebirth is about how and Parallax being separated, and him coming back rebirth
2: as a green lantern
0: and then over the course of the next like 20 issues he gets the core back together gets the guardians back together they rebuild oh they rebuild the core then somebody's waiting it's the name sinestro in the second rebirth as we read prologue he is mad because he was a green lantern at one time too right he was the uh uh what do you call it when somebody, uh, not the apprentice, the other guy, the master.
1: Mm-hmm. He is the sensei. To
0: Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan was the apprentice. The sensei.
2: And now he is the master.
0: The teacher and the student. And then how they were working together. And how saw that he was ruling with authority, with fear. And that's not the Green Lantern way. It's not in any way. Also,
2: was doing a lot of corrupt things in the background. Ah, you too. know Murders. It's
0: probably because of that mustache. You got to hold some sort of uh, mm-hmm. authority. And how uh, Jordan turned him in. So he got expelled from the Green Lantern Corps. And they beat the Shadow of him where once in a while. He used to wear this fucking black and blue shit. I'll show you later. <laughs> know, he looks like an elf. <laughs> yeah, you look like an elf. That's a good description. I'll take it. He was almost like Captain Cold. Uh, if you saw him in it, you'd be like, are you Captain Cold? He'd be like, I'm fucking Sinestro. Well, what the fuck are you wearing the black and blue? Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Really?
0: And, uh
2: because that. that's what Korrigarians wear.
0: Hmm. So then in the second rebirth we were talking about a second ago, prologue. He is in the antimatter universe. That's where he gets a, that got uh locked up. And he builds his own core with the power battery, the Sunesha core. Because that's who he is. He's gonna make a whole core with his fucking name on it. Power uh, of fear. And yeah, it's built by fear. And uh he gets a couple people together. Um uh, we don't see it in this issue, do we? At the end,
2: uh, we see no. In issue at the one, end. we see one the anti-monitor. Yep, uh, that's, and then we see uh, Superboy Prime and Cyborg Superman.
1: I think it's the end of the first issue. Oh, is that who the what? Superman do this? It's yeah. a
2: special. He shows the, they show the beginning oh, okay. of the core, so, so they're all yeah. Superboy there, um, Prime
1: is
0: the guy, the kid,
1: the blue, the blue Superman. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay.
0: And Cyborg Superman, evil, he just wants to die, yep. but nobody can kill him. And Antimatter says, so. "Hey, you help us out." fucking kill you. He, says, he cries a little too. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Um, but if you're immortal and you want to die, I would cry too. anti uh, Antimoner. Oh, I was just fucking up shit. You know, every yeah. single ti- time he gets a chance.
2: He just does Crisis. the horrifying. He's huge.
0: <clears throat> kind of looks like, um, you know, walruses. No, what, Alex, what's the animal that has a tusk that's just hair, though? It's not okay. actually
1: a tusk. Oh, there's a narwhal that's narwhal. a tooth.
0: Yeah, okay. So, But it's all hair, right?
1: No, it's a tooth.
0: Well, what's the animal with all the hair, I said?
1: It's a, horn of, hair. a horn of
2: hair. Unicorn.
1: Maybe it was a walrus. It was rhinos. Rhinos have horn that's made of keratin. That's what your nails are made of.
2: He said there's a horn that has hair on it. It's like a what horn animal has a horn of hair? What? I'll look it up.
1: Yeah, look you it look it up.
0: it up. Horny hair. <laughs> oh, it might be the American <laughs> horn hair. Yeah, look it up. Uh, Anyways, this horn hair guy uh antimatter that's what he kind of looks like he's just made of hair he kind of looks kinda. like him. and he kind of <laughs> looks walrusy in the face um so anyways, he gets to score cool. and their number one goal is to destroy the green lanterns and everything that they stand for and take over the multiverse they talk about the 52 and the first one that when he was in the antimatter universe he saw that there's 52 uh parallel universes and that if he destroyed the center of one. They would all collapse onto each other until there's one left and uh, who knows? That's probably what they're going to do. We'll get to it.
2: Uh, Sorry but, Marvin, that's a made up creature.
0: There's
1: nothing with a hair of horn.
2: I typed in animal <laughs> with a hair of horn. A horn of hair.
1: But your hair is made of keratin.
2: Which Yeah, they said rhino. What was hair- that? Your hair is made out of keratin as well.
1: Yeah, rhinos. That's what I was saying before.
0: Why did you just tell me that? Oh my <laughs> um, I want to ask you guys a couple of questions here. We all started the book club show about, uh, that's a prologue, so it's not really spoilery. Mm-hmm. This is kind of how this book starts. you kind of interested. Uh, but non-spoilery review, what do you think of uh, these uh, first five issues and the prologue of the uh, Strustical War? Uh, Garrett, when you got here, mm-hmm. uh, not to talk uh, anything to use it off mic, but I will let them a little inside peek, let them know that Garrett uh, rented on Comixology Unlimited the whole thing because yep. they didn't just have the first part. And uh, so did Alex, right?
1: Well, well, yeah, Kindle, mine was on Kindle limited,
0: And they had the whole thing, not just the first part. Right. And uh, Garrett, you said that it was hard to stop.
2: Right, it was hard. I didn't want to go beyond this because I knew, like, the cliffhanger of part one, basically, if I would have kept reading There's no way that I would be able... Besides that cliffhanger, I guess, I would be able to dissociate between part one and part two. Just because everything that it's building to, I believe, is going to pay off hugely in the second part. Um, But yeah, non-spoilerly, like... I was just telling these guys, you know, I've been reading some Grant Morrison Green Lantern, and it's just not really... It's good, but it's Grant. It's a Grant Morrison book, and it doesn't have to be Green Lantern. It could be any hero, basically, in that book. Um, it's a I, Silver Age kind of Green. Lantern. Yeah, it's a Silver Age kind of Green. Lantern. I like reading about like Hal Jordan and like the other Green Lantern Corps. Modern day, Green Lantern. yeah, it's the modern day Green Lanterns, and like I love the Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps series that we read. Mm. Um, and I I miss a Green Lantern book. I would like say this. Grant
0: Morrison writes that book in Silver Age is more like this where they're cops, mm. whereas. Jeff Johns and modern Green Lantern writes some more like their army, like the Marines. stuff. Right. The Marines space, space Marines. So, and I think it's very important in this book, but we'll talk about it later. Alex, what do you think?
1: So for me, this was, I, I actually didn't care for this book nearly as much. I think a lot of it had to do with the way that uh, Kindle Unlimited did the reading. Mm-hmm. I missed a lot of pages. I missed a lot of getting to see the full spread before because they would just focus on the boxes. Were you upwards. doing it panel
2: by, pa- by panel?
1: But I don't even know if it was that. Like it, normally, when I read panel by panel, I it'll blow out and show you what you're looking at. See, I didn't. This I just, don't
2: read by that because you miss so much. Because like with a lot of books, they were not like when this was created, it was not thought of like, oh, what if this will be in a digital format? Someday?
1: But I couldn't zoom in. Like I couldn't go out and then zoom in to where I wanted to. I either had to read it and squint or I had to read box by box. I thought, well, I'll just read box by box. And then I missed boxes. And I missed. So for me, it was it was a bad taste in my mouth reading this mm. book because it wasn't delivered well. You don't, Normally, I'm a hard copy. I want to read it from page to page. This was I read it on my phone going, oh, I'm going to save myself some moolah. Should have just fucking thrown out the money. Got the book.
0: Mm. 2020. Save some cash. Ruin your eyes.
1: <laughs> right there, you heard it here.
0: Uh, you heard prior to this show, if you listen to any of the past shows, that this was like the one of the first things that started me. So I read this, Stress Core War, and <clears throat> Jesus. I read me. Stress Core War. No, I guess I'm kind of my throat. Uh, I read that, and then I looked and see how far it was, and I remember thinking that it was like only a few issues past where I had left off in Stress Core War, and so actually that's where I started getting ongoing comics, because I wanted to see what happens after this. And so, I do uh, give this the uh, honors of saying that it started me getting monthly comics. Before this, I always got collections or just trays. But to actually get uh, monthly floppies, uh, this was the book. <laughs> <laughs> Green Lantern and Green Lantern Corps was the first two books I think I subscribed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, look at that. Pull it up. Look at the two-page reds. So, you did get to see it. Um, so, a couple things happened during uh, this. And we're going to into spoilers now. I, I would recommend it. Especially if you're looking for a superhero book that is epic in scale. And if you are any interested in kind of Green Lantern thing, uh, Green Lantern is going to have a TV show on HBO. And they're making a movie. And so if you're interested in... And
2: movie script is going to be written by Jeff Johns. Yeah,
0: so if you're interested in any of that, this is the book uh, you should start on, I think. Actually, Rebirth, but I feel like Rebirth... And the reason why we didn't read Rebirth and why I didn't start there is because I feel like Rebirth is a lot of old baggage they try to clear up. It's like fixing Green Lantern. Yeah. And so you really rely on reading it and being like, okay, they're all talking about a past thing that's happened. There's a lot of flashbacks. A lot of this stuff here, the reason why I want to start here is a lot of action, but also you get used to the characters and who they are. So I think it is a good jumping on point. And then you can go back and read that. Uh so we have two on. We have two uh, Green Lantern and Green Lantern Corps go on and off. I think the first part is Green Lantern. You can always tell because Ivan uh, Rice or Ethan Van do the art for Green Lantern, and then uh, Patrick Gleason does it for Green Lantern Core. Green Lantern Corps is more a book about everybody else, mm-hmm. and then Green
2: Lantern is Hal Jordan's book. So um, I wanted to ask: Did you like the way that it was going? A B A B story, or yeah, I think you know crossovers <laughs> like that. A, that's how books come out with comics and for like collected editions it's nice because if you think of like your big epics think of lord of the rings or think of star wars or think of any other big entity you are not always in the perspective of the main character in fact it can get boring if you're with the main character every second of the story like there's stories can't be super big when they're told in a narrow point of view i think you gotta branch it out to other characters and like Especially with, with rich characters of the Green Lantern Corps, like Guy Gardner, John Stewart, Kyle Rayner, uh, Kilowog, and Mogo. Uh, uh, I, I have not... like I couldn't laugh more than I did the first time I read Poozer. I was like, God, Alex, remember we used to say that word all the fucking time? Poozer? Oh, man. Missed that.
0: I mean, yeah, I actually do agree, too, because <clears throat> you get Hal Jordan's part, which is... Uh, the main story, but this is not just Hal Jordan versus Sinestro. This is the Green Lantern Corps versus the Sinestro Corps. And I do like seeing all the Green Lanterns fighting. This, like, the, the all the two-page spreads where they're having huge battles. is great just to look and see all the characters that are involved. And then when you get to points like that, there are great character moments like Kilo and um, or Kilo fighting. And... He said, hey, it's, uh, if there were two of you, I would take two of you on, yeah. is what Kilowax says, and then they start fighting. Uh, Mogo and his partner, who's his partner? The Fly? Fuck,
1: what's his name? B-Z-Z-D. Yeah, yeah,
0: Uh That's funny that a planet, his partner is a fly, and it's like the contrast in size, but also yeah. like it's cool just seeing like, I mean, that's how this book is, and and, and that's kind of like the nod to the Silver Age. Instead of being Silver Age in story, you get the characters who are like a fly, who are planet, stuff like that, so... It is nice seeing how they're involved in this fight. And also, it makes it seem grand. It makes it seem epic. It makes it seem like a lot of stuff's going on. Uh, so, the Hal Jordan part of it, you have him uh, fighting uh, Sinestro on the planet, trying to get back Kyle, because Kyle's been taken over by Parallax. Yep. Um, he was Ion. So, the uh, basically, Ion, what it was is that instead of having a Green Lantern that was given his powers by the ring, the Guardians just gave him the power. Uh, through the uh, what's it called I forget but it, the ion uh, basically and so that he embodied the power instead uh, Sinestro ripped that out of his chest and uh, Parallax Jesus Parallax came in and so you have them dealing with that uh, meanwhile later they go and find that John and Guy have been captured also so Hal helps them out with that and then also they're going to find the ion to bring it back to Oa because if that gets destroyed, then they lose a big part of their power.
2: Um, mm. You know what I can tell in this book? The biggest pieces of shit in this book, yes, besides the Sinestro Core, is the fucking Guardians. They always been, you know, pieces of shit. In Hal comes. and Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Like when Jon Stewart's like, "Let's not fucking listen to these guys," and then like Gantha and Said or uh, Said are trying to. Uh, Help out the Green Lanterns, beat this war and whatnot, and like the Guardians are so afraid of the Blackest up up the upcoming Blackest Night, they said if well, we if we delete this from our history books, it's not going to happen. And it's like, "You dumb motherfuckers!" He's like, "Hey, you can delete we delete. have this prophecy. Yeah. Every
0: part's come true so far. So let's read it and tell everybody about it, so that way we know what's going to happen." They're like, "We'll fucking burn it. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a
0: forbidden <laughs> chapter. <laughs> so they kept you can't saying. read it. We're not, if I burn it, it doesn't happen. Right." I was like, all right,
2: guys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they all deserve to And they're like, like,
0: you can't ignore emotions. Emotions are part of everyday life. This is what happened. Why originally Parallax, the reason why Parallax <clears throat> originally uh, was able to become so strong and then take over Hal is that Greenlanders used to be in the Silver Age all the way up to, uh, uh, actually, Rebirth, um, had a weakness that was the color yellow. And so they always just assumed they were just weak against color yellow. They never knew that it was Parallax." That was controlling them, that's why they were weak to it. Um, so they chose not to look into it and know, just always ignore it. and that's what they were talking about. This book we already did it once, when we were parallax, let's not do it again with emotions and ignore it and let us beat us again. And they're like, Who fucking cares, buddy? Right. We don't yeah. we don't give into fear. We are a little afraid though, so let's bring this chapter.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like literally keep Ganthet <clears throat> alive, kill the rest. Like Ganth's always been the most helpful. Right. All the rest of those guardians, worthless maybe say uh, those yeah. a stories. yeah pieces of the shit the little guardians right like i don't get like that sucks that they control willpower because like if i was john stewart too i'd be like fuck you guys go you guys now get bathroom duty like
1: bye you guys are cleaning the dumpsters right
2: and
0: hey, anyway, wait. when all gets attacked and all those green Lanchers are dying and then they start attacking the green Lanchers everywhere else in the world what do the guardians do they go underground and somewhere safe and go and talk about that chapter and be like, what should we do with this? And like, hey, by the way, your planet's being attacked.
2: Right. Well, and they also called a retreat back to that same (coughs) planet. Like, hey, guys, let's come back and rally here. Oh, where we all just got murdered.
0: And and for a while, and this is actually, um, if you're a a New York Green Lantern fan, you don't know this, but back in the day, like, they can't kill. They used to not be able to kill. It's one of the rules of Green Lantern that you can't kill. Uh, You only can use your power to, like, concuss or, like, knock somebody out or capture them. Uh, But you can't kill. So when they saw that uh killing was in your heart they would take away your power was one of the rules and so they're getting slaughtered on oa because the senesha can't kill and to be fair actually so um when you think about events now in dc or marvel i don't think they're that bloody uh that was actually for like a mainstream comic there's people being ripped apart there's like blood everywhere some guy gets shot through the fucking eye
1: well, there's the, the fight scene between uh, Arkillo and Kilowog. Arkillo's covered in blood, and he's got this dead dude on his head. He pulls yeah, him off. yeah, I was going to say. And he's just
0: ripped to It's shreds. like his skin. The dead guy's skin isn't even his body. He's just like, oh, I got this fucking skin on me. Oh, uh, so my God. But that's what happened. In the pl- and so when the, they get attacked first by the sniper on OI, and some guy gets his fucking blo- brains blown out, and he, I think he goes over John, and John goes, Sniper. <laughs> and I'm just like that's what I mean. It's more like an army kind it of marine book cool like scene.
2: that scene shocked me. I turned the page I was like, motherfucker. Here you <laughs> go. <laughs> and <laughs>
0: but they can't kill and snatch your core can, so they're outgunned literally because they can't kill them. Uh later on in the book, and that's part of like uh later on they make ten new rules and one of the rules is now you can kill. And uh we'll, well the, see how that plays out in part two, but
1: well the crazy thing is that it, it when you are wearing the ring and you have the thought to kill it just immobilizes your ring. It's not like it just stops you from killing. It stops your ring from working. Because you're not worthy anymore. Mm-hmm. So then the one girl who went to kill to defend herself is now helpless, and someone else is having to use their ring to give her the power to fly with them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, what the hell were you guys thinking?
2: Yeah. See, that's why those guardians fucking suck. So, they're, the, the funny part with that is is like that was a cool scene, seeing them like authorize lethal force. But first off, they're like, Hey, if we eliminate this prophecy, it's not going to happen. Uh, we'll just play it safe. Oh, by the way, you guys can kill now. I was like, you fucking bipolar fucks. Like, what's going on here? Uh, so,
0: actually, and also they had Superboy Prime locked up. And uh, after they attack him, oh, he gets out. And they're just like, oh, okay. Like, they didn't, they didn't do anything about way. that either.
2: Well, I thought that one of the... I thought, like, John or Guy saw it and they are like, oh, fuck. Yeah, Guy did see it. Guy saw it. Because
0: like, Guy was oh, over there fuck. earlier, like... Uh, making fun of him yeah so um what do you guys think this is uh later on probably mid chap mid uh story in this first part here um and i want to get back to the part that happens before this in a second here but uh, you reminded me about the ring losing power well hal jordan's down to one percent right and he's like i don't have enough power to even fly out of here and they're in the uh snatcher core ring like they're making rings down there so he just puts like a million of them on and says, "I'm just going to use these, I guess." And he tries to fight against it and, but also use its power. Uh, what did you guys think of that panel where he's holding all the rings in his finger?
2: I actually didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I thought it didn't make a lot of sense because, like, you know, I I get it that he has mastered fear in a way. You know, having gotten rid of parallax and whatnot, but that wasn't like an easy like. Yeah, I'm done. I'm not afraid of you, parallax. I'm not I was afraid gonna say, of uh,
0: anymore. Well, I, uh, Probably a chapter prior, he was almost uh, tricked by Parallax again because he was overcome with fear about his dad dying. Right. And he relived that and then he... Wondering what
1: the last words were as Parallax taunts him.
2: Yeah. And so he's like, oh, I feel fear. And I'm like, it's kind of like... I feel like there's that line, like if like I think of Star Wars, like if I go too far into the dark side, I'm going to be part of the dark side, right? I can't just be like, well, I'm going to use these evil things because it suits me, and then when I'm done using them, then I'm good again. Like I, that's what I didn't like.
1: I think with the amount of yellow rings he's put on, he's at least got a dozen rings on his fingers. Mm-hmm. That they should have absorbed. Like he should have been taken over a little bit and almost started just killing everybody.
0: Oh, well, he he didn't want to use them fully. Instrumental yeah. just he's just being bold. able
1: to use projectiles to throw Mm. at them but
0: um i will say later um i'll be very very vague but later on in the event that uh comes after this somebody puts on a yellow ring and they're not bad they just have that power Hmm.
2: but that's because they but their ability to control fear though right yeah yeah you've,
1: you've read darkest night blackest night Blackest Night. Yeah, I read Blackest okay. Night, which
2: is pretty cool because like you're talking about how you guys started a monthly comics. I was like right after you because like I started monthly when Blackest Night was coming out. That's when it started getting crazy. Blackest Night's good. Yeah, Blackest
1: Night. Right? Nope, I have it. You guys Very got it for intense.
2: me. It's pretty cool because in the end of each issue, uh, the Black Hand does like a journal entry the
0: You can actually probably read it if you read part two of this. Oh, really? You can start next. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely. It, it basically is part two of this whole story. Um. Before that, they were talking about the lost lanterns. So when uh, Hal Jordan had uh, <clears throat> did have Parallax in him, and he went to go kill all the lanterns, uh, those were the lanterns that he left off in space and left them to die with no powering, but they lived. And so they don't really trust Hal. They don't trust him. And then they see Kyle's been taken over, and for some reason, they're like, fucking Kyle kill this guy, our friend? And it's like, hold up a second. Same thing, buddy here. Not him. <laughs> like, you can clearly see he's... He's paralyzed. Possessed. Um, but there's that—I forget names—but there's that one lantern that is like buff, like all rock, right? Yeah. Um, and he actually really doesn't use his ring that much. He actually just uses his own uh, strength that he has. And that's—and when they go down into the uh, tunnels, I did find it interesting. Everybody's like one percent. Fourteen percent, eighteen percent. He's like <laughs> yeah, ninety-five percent. Like, yeah. He How about you use some of that ring, buddy?
2: <laughs> People are dying up there. <laughs> or give them a charge. <laughs> yeah. Give them.
1: Some power. was like, can you charge someone else's ring by using yours? Mm-hmm. Okay. E- you can e- tr- 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 transfer
2: tr- some power, but you got to do the whole thing. But,
1: but that's the thing is that then they talked about because the the Earthmen were going to do it, and had their battery been ransacked. That they went to use the the power yeah, ring they, recharge. They put a, a, a fear bomb in
2: there. <clears throat>
0: So, so Superboy Prime, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of Superman references in this book. You got Cyborg Superman and Superman Prime, two bad guy Superman guys.
2: And that's special. You have actual Superman, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't say a fucking word like they have Bat. We've, we didn't talk about how like Batman, Wonder Woman and Superman are in that beginning and Flash are in that beginning part. Um with uh reverse flash. Yeah. And this whole thing's going on and see just flying around. Literally doesn't say one fucking
0: line. He's confused. <laughs> Superman never knows what to do.
2: It's like that meme where he's like looking for the thing. <laughs> he's just, just like, You have no point of being in this book except for all the people that are trying to miss To be fair,
0: he's just waiting for his shot. R- reverse flash is fighting everybody else, not yeah. any paying attention to him. True. So he's not he's not the kind of guy to butt in.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed the one Batman tells, was he telling Hal or was yeah, he, he telling yeah. someone else that? So, huh. Yeah, so Nestor came to ask me if I wanted to be part of his team.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I, I would have I liked to have seen that scene, actually.
1: Uh, he came to me
0: and he said, hey, buddy, I know we're not friends and I'll, I'm usually the bad guy. And you guess what? My suit used to be black, too. Let's push the yellow, baby. And he's like, I don't know who you are. That mustache is weird. Kind of look like Alfred. A little bit. Yeah. So are you Alfred? Alien you
2: fucking
1: Batman. around, Alfred? Oh, my God. That's just going to take over for Alfred in <laughs> the Al- current books. <laughs> 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 so Batman.
0: <laughs> you, are, you understand how to control fear, Batman? Who the fuck is this guy? Give me some coffee. Swamp thing's going to come by. You're going s- to sweep some leaves. That is actually the greatest income to for Tom King's run is that swamp thing issue. Do you remember that issue?
2: The winter special? Or for the Batman? Batman.
0: Mitch Gerads did the art. And then where Alfred was sweeping up the, all the leaves from the Swamp Thing. Oh, yeah. And he brought them all tea and stuff. And I was like, that was the issue where we first started talking about. Alfred is supposed to be like his father figure, his adopted father, but he still makes him be his but- fucking butler. Like, I don't <laughs> keep up appearances. <laughs> swamp Thing? The guy knows where he's fucking Batman. He came to him. Anyways, uh, a lot of great pages. I actually do think my one criticism back when I first started reading it, and it still holds to today, I think Patrick Gleason at this time was not the Patrick, Patrick Gleason he grows to be that we've right. been reading over the last couple of years. So, actually, his art kind of throws me out of the story just because there's heavy inking sometimes and sometimes the faces are like
2: half ink. It seemed very like uh, I love the ability of an artist to show motion and like I think his are very static.
0: Yes, especially if you're going from somebody like Ethan Van Scriver and Ivan Rice mm-hmm. who have a very realistic kind of style and it's big, big and bombastic. They're the ones who do the big two-page spreads. And then you go to Patrick Gleason, who's kind of smaller scale, kind of more flat, kind of art style, and like I said, heavy in the inks. Uh, it isn't really a style. The two don't complement each other. I I thought that then when I first read it. That's I think
1: Gleason, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. This this was tough when I got to this specific at least uh, issue. That's how you know
0: when it's a core issue because it was Gleason. He was on that book with Peter J. Tomasi, right. and uh, Hal Jordan. Uh, Green Lantern stuff was Jeff Johns and Ivan Rice and Ethan car
1: No, it's not. Two. That's our what? Soral so, so, the Doctor. That's uh, Soranik. Yeah, Soranik. That is Sinestro's daughter. Right. right. That
2: revelation hasn't come up. Yeah. Not. No. Okay. Know yet. Okay. Spoilers for everybody, and you just ruined Green Lantern.
1: Mm. Thanks. Yeah, but if you read Green Lantern Corps back <laughs> for New Fi- or not New Fifty Two.
2: Hey, some people haven't read it at all.
1: Spoilers to everything I just told you.
2: I will say though. This has reinvigorated reinv- my love for Green Lantern because, like, like I said, I mean, that's I what wish, you want. I wish I want ba- a modern story of Green Lantern. Again. You want fucking
0: Star Wars, Star Battles, yeah, and uh, for Green Lantern,
2: and that's what it was. Even Hal Jordan and Green Lantern Corps, and before that, all of this with Jeff Johns and Peter Tomasi, people like, getting to
0: shot through the fucking eye with a. By the way, let me. I gotta ask you guys a question because, uh, you see it a lot in this that obviously you can make your own manifestation, manifestation, manifestation. How you say manifestation? Uh, manifestation. Oops, uh, <laughs>
1: have
2: you have you ever have you ever dreamed? <laughs> you? Uh,
0: you can make the ring do whatever you want. And uh you see Kyle do more artistic stuff, like he makes gorillas, stuff like that, to attack people. You see John just making fucking guns. Respect. Uh guy usually just makes a big like, fucking fist and punches people or shoots. And how just shoots, I don't know. Or makes it like a plane.
1: His name, planes and jets I did like
2: and... how Kyle Rayner uh parallax is using actual green lanterns as his construct so
0: that's what i was gonna ask that's you pretty cool you're a green lantern what do you do you go for like a gun you make it a fucking uh well you
2: guys know me i would do superman every fucking time. <laughs> i would just be like
1: boom you're dead i think i think it would depend boom. on the situation like am I, am I getting in the fight and i'm gonna make like a sword right. and shield make a captain shield and start throwing it and then make I it come back so like and you do whatever you want i know but it's like what do i do
2: it's your imagination I would do a couple arrow things, probably like the the boxing glove arrow out of Green Lantern. Like, come on. By the way, irony. in the
0: first issue, right, in the prologue, uh, when they're fighting. Reverse Flash. Reverse Flash. Hal does that. He's like, Green Arrow says, hey, and he throws arrows <laughs> in his back. And I was like. <laughs>
2: well, that's because, like, in this era, before Rebirth, they were best friends, and they made it that more like Green, Lantern, and Flash are better buds. I still like it when Green Arrow, and Green Lantern, and friends. But
0: I just thought it was weird. He shot him in the back with a bunch of arrows. Obviously, we know he can't kill him. What's he doing? He's just tickling his back or what?
1: Oh, acupuncture. Well, I mean,
2: you
0: know what I would do, guys.
2: Hmm.
0: I know it's green and it should be yellow, but a million minions. Right? Everybody hates uh. these guys, anyways. <laughs> they just come at you and fucking take you on and blow up. They're like <laughs> they're like bomb. They like bombs, but they're <laughs> minions.
2: Oh, that's great. <laughs>
0: That's what I would do. I would just do shit people will be like, what the fuck is
2: this? And then they get it. And then hit. they do that laugh the entire time.
1: Yeah. That's when you do like the event, the Avengers Endgame and you're just making everything come out to people. No, you got to be strange, buddy.
0: Minions. Maybe the next time it's a toilet and they're like, toilet? And then they're dead. got to catch them by surprise.
2: Now, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what's the fucking movie? Well, I think of Ready Player One when they do like the Chucky doll <laughs> or you could do like fucking gremlins.
0: <laughs> next, and then I do a, a cell phone. And it's ringing. They're like, what the fuck? Who is it ringing for? And then it pops up and says who's, who it is. And it pops up and says death calling you. Boom. Blows up. <laughs> oh,
2: that's fucking good.
0: Um, I really, really. I mean, looking back on this. So it's very strange for me to reread this because I haven't reread it in years. And this was like one of the first things that I read to get into comics. And so going into this, I thought two things. One, could go back to it. And fucking hate it. And would be like, my taste, I moved on. I don't like this anymore. Um, I could read it and be, like Garrett said, reinvigorated. Be like, I had to read more of this Green Lantern. Get back into it. Plus be excited. Like at one point, it was my favorite character. And then we saw a little movie called Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds. And I basically... Uh,
2: Deadpool shot that motherfucker I in the back of the head.
0: disassociated myself with that character and uh, moved on.
2: Um, that is still like that's funny. That's was that was the first no we went to X-Men first class mm-hmm. when we first met. But mm-hmm. we didn't go to that movie too when we were all so excited. We went to Thor
0: together too. Was that before or after Green? Lantern.
2: I think that was after I thought it was before. Thor no, was Green like in Lantern May, was right
0: before. Green Lantern was like in yeah, it was like yeah. in March or something
2: like that. And okay. we went to that piece of shit movie. <laughs> and I was so excited. Like I read Secret Origin right before that. Oh god, that's so bad.
0: Did you see Perlax in that movie? Fucking Cloud?
2: Yeah.
1: Galactus <laughs> was in that movie, right? And
2: then uh, what's the fucking scientist name? <laughs> hammond yeah hector hammond what a letdown <laughs> i was like wow um deflated so going back to it i was like
0: am i gonna like it am i gonna move on i actually did enjoy most of it There's some things like i said the back releasing thing looking back at it now i can't say uh subjectively for my taste uh i didn't like it then but now i go yeah, yeah i don't really like it still it's like, like it. but now i've seen other artists <laughs> yeah. at the time I, I thought it was just you know Getting into comics made I don't like it. I do uh I did notice that uh some very ins- interesting panel choices for what have been would have been uh main events uh main event mainstream big event comic. Uh there's one page where it kind of like turns as you I go. I that.
1: I really <laughs> it <heard laughs> oh, know if I would have read it in the book, I would have enjoyed it.
2: You would have enjoyed turning your whole fucking novel I all love, the way around. I love Batman oh, number
1: five shit. from New Fifty Two. It's love.
2: interesting though.
0: For them to try that. But it doesn't serve less.
2: any purpose. It did for me. Yeah. To me, to me it's Oh, it's, you can read a page at the bottom of the top from top to bottom, left to right. It makes a page
1: matter. a map big baby. A lot of shit's going on. But it's hey, where honestly. everyone's in a different position when they're talking to it each other. It looked like
2: an editing mistake.
1: <laughs> uh guys, you fucked up.
0: Um and I do think that uh, Ethan and Ivan uh, are good together. You can't even I couldn't even fucking tell which one was which.
2: Um, I couldn't even tell you now if you What went are those there. two doing? I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, God, I love... I like, the Graham Orson book's good, but it's not this great. Like, I mean, that's Silver Age, and, like, Liam Sharp's a great artist, but it's a different kind of Green Lantern take. I want to go back to this. Like, Silver and the Green Lantern yep. core was great. And, like, now that we have... I, mean, I get it. Graham Morrison's a big name. It's like bringing Bendis over to D.C. But I'm like, God, like, oh, it's so good. It's just so You know, actually, so, so
0: reading this, I do want to go and finish. Uh, I rented on uh, Comixology. Comics am looking mm-hmm. like you did. Uh, start where I finished on the actual physical copy. Actually, I have the physical copy. here. Um, the second part. Uh, to finish it and uh, see where I am with that. But also, I was looking at what else they had on there. And that Green Lantern Earth One book's on there. Oh. I was like, I should read that too. Cause it, like, I had, like, like what up to you. I want to go and, uh, reinvest in green lantern. Yeah. And with the uh, show coming out and the movie coming out, I do think, uh, for me reading this again was like, yeah, that's why I like that character, especially that part with Hal, uh, and his dad. Like there's more to that as you read on the second part and blackest night, all that stuff. Um, but that's, that's the character I like. I've always liked Hal. Hal's always been one of my favorite characters. And to see him in this book and the way he was written when I originally uh, fell in love with him, uh, I'll say. Um, I just uh, That actually reinvigorated me to be like, I want to read how. But I also do want Jeff Johns kind of how Jordan. Yeah. There's some great lines in this book um, from Jeff that remind me how great of a writer he is. Um, and Doomsday Clock, Jeff, I think was as good. And I just wish that guy made more like he was on an ongoing ongoing he's on shazam that's ongoing.
2: it just gets to late a lot
0: yeah <laughs> that's what i mean same thing do say clocks just come out every month and then it was bi-monthly and then it was like hey Bi- whenever monthly? whenever it's gonna come out <laughs>
2: two when you years were, when you were speaking about love i think one of the funniest lines in this was when uh hal's like a young kid and carol's right there and he's like my dad flies that plane and carol's like my dad owns that plane <laughs> so Fuck uh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> uh I did also
0: like this is actually pretty funny. It's pretty self aware when uh John's like, never any cops when you need them And uh Oh no, that's what he says? Yeah, he says. Yeah. And then the other guy goes, The fuck's that supposed to mean? Like, what is <laughs> that supposed to mean? This is supposed to be some joke and he goes, Yeah, it's supposed to be ironic. I think that was Tomar
2: too that said that. Like, I don't uh, know what you're
0: saying. But uh john saying it made me laugh but also it's kind of like a cheesy cliche line and then tomar commenting on it made me laugh again because i was just like yeah of course like jeff johnson's that aware to be like yeah this is a cheesy line i want to say it but obviously it has somebody comment on it so i mean that part and there was also another line early on i forget what it was i remember i told myself to remember it but obviously i don't know why i would give myself that kind of responsibility (laughs) um too much pressure. I really did enjoy maybe twice
2: that line and the other line made me go, man, I like Jeff Johns. He, Because what he actually thinks about the story he's telling, like he doesn't just... You know, he, there's a lot of writers that are just trying to keep the status quo of the story and not like do something new, do something different. He does new and different every single time and makes it fresh and fun and homage to the DC universe when he does it.
0: You know what I'll say also is that when he writes characters... It does feel like them. It doesn't feel like Jeff Johns writing them. Right. It doesn't feel like Jeff Johns. Like, when I read Tom King, I do love Tom King, but when I read Tom King, it feels like Tom King, right? I can tell it's Tom King. He does the well, same that's kind because of... because
2: he does three-fourths of the book, all radio uh, shows. So.
0: That's what I mean. Like, he has his kind of narrative style. Same thing with Grant Morrison. When's Grant Morrison? Actually, not really. All-Star Superman, I can't tell, but like with the Green Lantern stuff he just did, I can tell it's him. Yeah. Um, Same thing, this is not comics, but very recently, I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but Quentin Tarantino, Hateful Eight, Django Unchained, and, was another one in between there? I don't know. Um, Those movies, you can definitely tell that he wrote them. And, like, every single character talks the same. They have the same cadence. They have some kind of humor. And, it just is a movie with, uh, that feels written. And this, everybody feels different. Kilowog does not feel like Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan does not feel like Kyle. And, uh, Sinestro definitely feels like Sinestro. So, reading this, it does kind of make you forget that Jeff writes it. And uh, those two moments when I was like, man, Jeff's good. Those are the only two moments that kind of made me think that because uh, they were self-aware in those two moments. But otherwise, it's basically just reading a Green Lantern story. It's not really overwritten. Uh, The art's fantastic and very epic. And I think if anybody wants to get into Green Lantern, uh, especially for that tv shows going i think the tv show is going to go that route of being very epic because they not only announced the show is coming out they announced it's going to have a huge budget Mm -hmm. Uh, and why would you say that unless you're going to be trying to do something like this so
2: you know i was just thinking of that as like love greenland and rebirth by jeff johns and then flash rebirth is like one of my favorite graphic novels of all time like and it's ethan van scriver doing the art and it's like Mm -hmm. fuck i mean yeah it's unfortunate that Jeff like went to go do a lot more TV and movies, and then found out he couldn't be like creative in that medium, and so I feel like having him come back, he hasn't been able to do everything that he's wanted to. You know that
0: Superman run, Action comic Superman run that Jeff did, uh, leading up to <clears throat> Secret Origins, the last ma- last son of Krypton, mm-hmm. and there was something else after that. God, last
2: son of Krypton is one of the best. Superman
0: last favorite. son of Krypton, and then there was no storyline after that. Um, God, I forget. Anyways, that whole run is fantastic. It might be the best thing he's ever done. Um, Gary Frank doing the art. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think actually Rich Donner does co-writing on The Last Son. He Captain. does. So it just reminds me. This reminds me of that kind of Jeff Johns. Like that's when I got into comics. When this Jeff Johns was the number one guy in comics, was writing like 15 books, and all of them were great. Not 15 books. He was writing this. He was writing Superman. Um, He was writing like... God, He was some sort of side character. I forget what it was. But anyways, he was basically at that time, he was the Bendis. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bendis was the Bendis over at Marvel. He was the Bendis for DC. And he's basically the one that brought this character back. Because prior to Rebirth, this character was a joke. The Green Lantern was a joke. It was a low-selling book. Rebirth kind of reset things and brought it back. And then it turns out to be that this was DC's like number one selling title. Uh, it isn't anymore. Now I'll go back to Batman again. But when this was coming out all the way to uh, Brightest Day, Green Lantern was the number one selling DC book. And it's because of Jeff Johns and what he's done for the character. And I think in this book it really shows because he does Rebirth and then like 20 issues of actually the main series before we get into this. And Kind of shows you that he knows the characters, and then he gives you the big battle, right? And then this is not over. You have brightest day, excuse me, blackest night and brightest day, or which are two more events that kind of finish the story. And so, if you like this, there's more. So, that's all it reminded me of, and made me excited, and reminded me at that time being excited reading this book.
2: Well, blackest night was cool too, because not only did you get this, you had final crisis going on. You had uh, that's when Bruce Wayne gets spoilers sent to the past. You get that cool mini series. You get the Batman and Robin with Dick Grayson and mm-hmm. Damien. It was a perfect, I mean, great oh, time. it was a great time of comics for sure. Fuck,
1: Batman and Robin's so good. So now I, I can tell that my reading this and unfortunately the way that.
0: Hey, take that book. M- read again.
1: Well, I won't read it right, right away, but. It'd be one of those things. I want to act re- like you're behind a bookshelves on. Books or you got well, you got all the time in the world. Yeah. Life. Well, one of the things that I like, I'm listening to you guys. And you guys are so excited about this book, and I'm like, really? Because I read this, and I was like, what the fuck is this? That's well, so, only part one of a story. No, no, no. no but I, but I mean, like, just the way that it was delivered on my it phone
0: sounds like it was tainted.
1: That's the thing is that I go into this book going, wow, I'm not satisfied reading this, and I was like, man, every time we read one of these books, even Marvels, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And this was like, man, I really didn't enjoy this. And I like these characters. I like the bad guys. I like the sense of where this is going. And I'm just like, I have nothing to contribute to this, and it makes me sad. Going, what the fuck was this? What shit did I read? I think you can give it a reread. I agree. I think, and then I'm like, oh, then if I get done with this, I can read the second part. Read uh, Blackest Night, go to Brightest Day, oh, and okay. be like, oh,
2: Blackest Night, so is so much fucking fun, and it has like. So many, like it has the kind of like they did with Flashpoint three issue spinoffs. Oh, really? Because it goes Blackest Night, Brightest Day, and then it goes do Flashpoint after that, soon mm-hmm. after.
0: Hmm. And then New 52.
2: The New 52. And there are some good things in New 52, not a lot of that. Flashbook, things. remember? Manipool, with Jeff Johns? Oh, God. Excellent. Snyder and Capullo on Batman, oh, too. God. Detective. George oh. Perez, and that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <Let's> do, okay. <laughs> who did action oh Graham Morrison that, Grant that, Grant eight, that first 8 there.
0: issues I think of that action is pretty good Yeah. I mean, he, he went back.
2: through 11 but ele- like 9, yeah. 10, 11 got uh, kind of first shady. 8 again. yeah
0: I remember 8 being like cause there, I think there were one shots all the way up to 8 and then he tried to do a, like a uh, ongoing story
2: and they brought Jeff Johns on to Superman New 52 kind of fixed it a little bit then he left to go do something else so.
0: yeah he went to go do um, what was that last DC movie Shazam yeah no, before that, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Uh, Green Lantern, Volume 1, Jeff Johns. As we were just speaking about, uh, along with Peter J. Tomasi doing half the story. Uh, go pick it up. Or you look, Comics Out Unlimited, Kindle Unlimited. Is Kindle Unlimited? Yep. Comics Limited?
1: Um, not on Hoopla, which is unfortunate. Not
0: on Hoopla. Actually, on Hoopla, though, is Jeff Johns... Green Lantern by Jeff Johns, book one, which is that 20 issues that I was talking about. Mm. That's from Rebirth to this. So if you want to catch up in between stuff. That's out there. So, uh, you know, we always come to this point of the show when we have the book club uh, to name the next book for the next quarter, which would be in April. Yep. yep. First week of April, we'll talk about it. And uh, Garrett, we've been saying Alex this whole time. We're fucking I know,
2: it was me. I was like, God, I feel like I haven't picked one in a while. Uh, Garrett is actually the one I'm gonna pick. And uh, Garrett, did you decide? I did decide, and uh, this one I did make sure is on Hoopla. Um, I was between two books, and the one I I'm not gonna say the one I was gonna do potentially because it's not. It could be saved for another time. Um, but this one I've been curious about, and I'm giving a premise on it because it uh, it's heavy in mystery. Bit, I love a good mystery book, right? Um, and it's by one of my favorite writers. And uh, so. Is this Scooby Doo? It's close. Uh, so, Wednesday Comics proudly presents. Wait, that's not right. Wednesday League. Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People. Let me say it again. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents. Uh, Neil Gaiman's A Study in Emerald, uh, written by Neil Gaiman with art by Raphael Albuquerque. Cool. And so the description is, uh, This supernatural mystery set in the world of Sherlock Holmes and Lovecraft's Cthulhu mythos features a brilliant detective and his partner as they try to solve a horrific murder. The complex investigation takes the Baker Street investigators from the slums of Whitechapel all the way to the Queen's Palace as they attempt to find the answers to this bizarre murder of cosmic horror. From the Hugo Brom Stoker, Stoker Locust World Fantasy Nebula award-winning and New York Times best-selling writer Neil Gaiman comes the graphic novel adaptation with art by Eisner award-winning artist Raphael Albuquerque.
0: Albuquerque they from American Vampire fame, and then you have Neil Gaiman from just
2: fame. Right. Uh, and I made the- sure it was on Hoopla, because I know that a lot of people like to download that off Hoopla. Um, but also, who doesn't love Sherlock Holmes and a great mystery? In... The Chitulu
0: universe. I, I, you know what? You picked this book, and you didn't know this about me, but I will let it out here. Uh I have a fear of that
2: guy, Chitulu.
0: Yeah, and squids and well,
2: octopuses. You might be around, <laughs> so uh, getting <laughs> a little scared reading this book. And I going to read it during the day. So. And the last Albuquerque I read, I think, was uh, Baggirl. No, oh yeah, Baggirl. But Huck? before that, Huck. I remember Huck being pretty oh, good. Jesus, for, the, for the, I forgot about that book. Yeah, well, it was only six issues, but it was, mm-hmm. it was a good book.
0: WednesdayComics605 at gmail.com. That's the email address. You can email us, six hundred five two one five eighteen forty nine. 1849 Or go to anchor.fm and send us a message. If you go to WednesdayComics.com, it'll actually take you straight to that page. There's actually a button on it to send us a message. Uh, there's also options there. You can see all the ways you can subscribe to the show. There's actually like 10 or 12. Um, so if you're looking for an option to listen to us, uh, the major ones are Spotify, Google Play, or excuse me, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher Radio. But there's a million. There's not a million. Uh, there's probably like uh, eight more on there. <laughs> um, which actually, I was surprised. Some of these places. That's,
1: that's a fun. good. That's a good chunk of places to find podcasts. It's yeah? pretty good. So if you want to
0: listen to us, there is a way. And you know, like I said, if you didn't get anything else for Christmas, maybe you're on 2020. You give us a New Year's gifts. You share the show with a friend. You say, Hey, listen to this. I know you uh, are only really casually into comics, but Marvin, who uh, is on this show, he got into comics by reading the Snitch Carl 1, volume 1. You give them that as a gift. It's probably like 10 bucks now at the most. Probably, you, mean, you probably can get it for five bucks if you're looking good enough. You give it to your friend. You say, you read this? Listen to the show.
1: There. who? What fucking better friend would you have? What book got you into it? Got you into comics? What book? What book? Oh, fuck.
2: You know, I do remember that some of my first comics was the uh, Heroes Reborn, Steve Rogers, Captain America. And that was the volume after there was a big event that happened. I think it was after he came back. Mm -hmm. It's after Steve Rogers came back. Um, I remember that otherwise the singular book that did it for me that's
1: like so years ago and i know we're I mean, that's like thousands of, of comics ago so but it's just that i marvin was into books into comics and he was trying to get me into it and this is before the the big here here's a whole shitload of stuff to read uh you got me superman birthright by mark wade and i don't know who the artist is and i've read that thanks i know francis you and it's good. And that was what they actually started going, oh, I'll read this. Then I read Frank Miller's Batman Year One. Uh, you had lent to me Civil War. And I read that and it was good. I was like, man, maybe I need to be giving these books a chance and not be like, mm, I'm not too cool for this shit because I'm not. I'm not.
0: And it turns out, you're not.
1: <laughs> but you thought uh, it? Yeah. Try to
2: be true. It'd be that prophecy, prophecy fulfilled or some Ultimate, Ultimate Spider-Man for sure.
1: No, I still gotta, I still gotta read that. Dude. What? When you get to that Ultimate Kraven storyline,
2: <laughs> I almost should have done that as a book.
0: At Wednesday Comics, that's on Twitter. At Wednesday Comics is where you can find the Gauntlet live every Sunday. At Alex Pastrello, that's the Alex Pastrello. At Garot218, that's the Garrett. And at Marvin underscore that's me. Uh, find us on Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. But as I said before in the past, I'm not on Facebook anymore, so that thing's not getting updated. Go to our Twitter. Go to the website, WednesdayComics.com. Uh, we also have a YouTube uh, if you search for Wednesday the Comics, there's old shows on there. Not any of the new shows are on there anymore. But if you want to see, we used to do the show uh, filmed. If you want to see what we look like or see some shows filmed, go to YouTube and find us there. Uh, roots of the Swamp Thing.com, your definitive source for all things Swamp Thing. Uh, go there to see about the avatar of the green. As I talked about before, uh, Alfred uh, picked up his leaves. Do you think that's like him shitting on the floor?
2: Kind of. sorry, Alfred just being like... <sighs> Just shedding.
0: That'd be like if you had rough skin and you scratch your skin off on the floor and it left like stuff that he had to sweep off.
1: Flakes. Up. <laughs>
0: Disgusting <laughs> Alec. Uh, not you, Holland. Uh, <laughs> uh, Avatar of the Green. That is uh, Twitter.com slash DC World Swampy or at Facebook.com slash Roots of the Swamp Thing. Roots of the Swamp Thing.com. Holland Files uh, number four should be available on there. And uh, you can always just go on there just to see more about the Avatar of the Great. That's a guy who he, uh, might show up later in these uh, books. I'm not going to spoil anything. But I made it. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it, right? That's it.
1: That's everything. Yeah, you know, we used to have a whiteboard that told you what to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. I expect. He remembers it. I just hate turning around now. <laughs> it's turn I just hate turning around. <laughs> turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit closer. You know what? I'm actually fucking
2: hot. Are you yeah, hot? I'm I'm, fine. I'm always
0: hot. That window's wide open.
2: Hey, I wonder if it was that uh, virgin Coca Cola you just had.
0: Who knows? <laughs> we'll never know. That has polar bears <laughs> on there, so they're not really. Oh, they might be too hot.
1: Oh. It's a little warm, man. Mm.
2: You know what's actually fucking sucks?
0: It's Australia's on fire
2: right now. I know. That's horrible. It's
0: Co- really sad. Koalas, kangaroos, and camels are dying.
2: Yeah, yeah, true. There's
0: a lot of
1: things that make me sad in the world about that, but I try not to think and about it. And giant
0: spiders and giant snakes. I can take the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. I think I've asked you this before, but I'm going to reword it. Okay. You and a giant snake are on the same side. Hear me Same on. side? Yep, you're fighting on the same side. You're partners. He's trained. He will listen to uh, what you say. He's smart enough to know.
1: Okay? So you're a Green Lantern, apparently.
0: Uh, he's, I mean, he's his own person, but he's smart enough to know what's going on. So it's not a typical snake. No. Okay. You That's and the different. snake, giant spider, and a giant grasshopper. You guys go at it. <laughs> Do you trust the snakes, still? You have a fear of it.
2: Well, if it's, Do a, you think if it's an would, intelligent giant snake that doesn't just want to eat me, me, or
0: kill me, you don't know if that natural instinct comes out. I was watching Finding Nemo recently, documentary. Right? And some sharks are trying to turn and be good. Then blood comes out.
1: Cooks crazy. I feel like an idiot. Actually, you're like, I watched a uh, Finding Nemo document. Oh, I never heard of this coming out.
2: Well, here's what would happen. Is I would make one quick movement to fight the grasshopper. Because I'm not fighting the spider. The snake can do that. And uh, the snake would attack me because it noticed a quick motion. It's like, hey, you're my friend. You're dead
1: that's yep. what happened but he didn't but even tell you what kind of snake it was doesn't maybe, matter maybe it's not a rat or a matter. cobra maybe it's a python doesn't matter he's just to break your Still, same thing. he's got to kill you first they
2: are all the same <laughs> from Gardner you know what? up to Anaconda it's a
0: good thing he knows because that was going to be the thing the snake gets you yeah every time you know why though because you killed his whole family you didn't ask enough questions
2: I, and I'm sure been, I was happy until that. He's last He's
0: worked moment. his way to this point. Every little thing he's done has led his life to this point to kill you.
1: It amazes me that that snake's willpower to kill you was enough to make sure he stayed that he he never. All he had, he had to the do was show up. had the power. Show up. He he had had to power. Do show up. I mean, this is after they fixed the law so that he could kill you
0: and everybody. That's what we got to take away from 2020. Do not let your dreams be dreams, Buff.
1: <laughs> Just do. <it. laughs>
2: Let's do it! For Wednesday Comics, I've been Marvin. I'm Alex. Can't believe you did that. I'm Garrett.
1: Hey, everyone. Keep turning those pages.